Welcome into the Better and Green Podcast. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to give you guys the tools to make some money this weekend, and Ethan is dying to take this fiery hot sauce shot that we bet on last week. So I'm not going to make him wait too long. Last week we had a great big three. We all went two and one. The squad riding prop parlay didn't hit. They were close, but, you know, it's in betting it's not horseshoes. So we have to move on from that, move straight into Ethan taking this shot. Yeah, who ruined that prop parlay for us? Ah, back-to-back weeks. That's somebody down there. Such an <laughs> asshole. So I'm not a prop better, guys. No. Um, yeah, so I lost. I had Tampa plus three and a half last week. Looked fantastic in the first half. Five second-half turnovers, four of which inside your own 35-yard line, 40, so whatever it was. Brutal. So I got this um, hot sauce chili habanero. Um El Yucateco, pretty common, but never taking a shot. So, well, a shot of hot sauce, I should say. Let me try to fill her up here. It's kind of you fill that whole thing up. Oh, well, I don't know. That's a you fill that whole thing up. You're gonna go to the bathroom in about ten minutes. It's pretty hefty, <laughs> and I'm going to. Uh... <laughs> That game hurt me, guys. So I'm gonna add just a little dab of the <laughs> no. hot ones. Last You're an dab idiot. As well. Ethan, no. You're an idiot. So, just yeah, a dab. That's what you get. I mean, that's what you get for fanning the Bengals. I told you not to, and you oh, were man. insistent. That was more than a dab, boys. <laughs> oh, no. That ain't as thick as the last stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, we ready? We're ready. Cheers, Ethan. Pretty fair there. I'd Fair say forward. so. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Damn you, Tom. <laughs> oh, God. How was it? Oh, my God. That shit's good on tacos. <laughs> I don't know how you got a whole shot of that. I probably won't be eating that for a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> Dude, you're crying. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm sweating. That's hilarious. You're such an idiot. It's fairly hot. Oh, it's going back for more. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, right. I mean, yeah, I've had worse. <laughs> The last dab is kind of no joke. That shit's pretty warm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll. I mean, you'll feel it in about ten minutes. You'll, you'll feel it more than you are right now. So I'll probably be rolling in this chair with a stomach <laughs> ache midway through the show. All I've eaten today is twenty-four pizza rolls and that. So <laughs> mm, that's very. That's very. You're very intelligent for that. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I have the slow burn throughout the show, so it's actually getting hotter. That's what you get for betting the Bucks. So, honestly, good job, Ben. I told I told everyone that Ben was winning that. I mean, you did. Everyone. Hey, I stick by it. That was a big, the biggest collapse. One of the biggest collapses. Like that I, was crazy. second half. I've never seen a team play worse in my life. No, I mean, five second half turnovers, and you still only fail to cover by a score. I think it was the right side. But. There he goes. Well, he who's taking the hot sauce shot and who isn't? 
So, Ethan, yeah. you're a man of your word, man. First no, big challenge. I respect that. Yep. I respect it. <laughs> All right. Let's right, get into football. Yep. Hey, it's like For 15 sure. degrees here, so that really just heated everything up. <laughs> I do that every morning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's get into the Thursday night game. The Jaguars head out to New York to face the Jets. Jets are one-point underdogs. Over-under set at 37 and a half. Zach, let's let Ethan burn for a little bit, and I'll let you start. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go quick here because I want him to go. So, uh, so this game's kind of hard for me to read. I'm not sure how to side on this one. Uh, Zach Wilson, I still don't think he's good. He bad turnovers again last week. He had he. I mean, 50 percent completion percentage against the Lions defense is not good at all. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has officially arrived. By the way, that was a great game he put on. Jags are my big three. I loved it. Uh, he's got weapons around him. The Jets are very one-dimensional, 53 rushing yards last week. Uh, I'm, I would lean Jags in the over, but I don't think I'll be taking anything in this game, to be honest. It's kind of a tough read for me. Yeah, tough game. Uh, we're talking about hot. This game is not. Uh, although it is better than what we probably thought it was going to be at the beginning of the season. For sure. At least these teams are, I mean, hell, they're both still fighting for a playoff spot, which I – if you would have told me that at the beginning of the year, I would have said you were crazy. So good for them, I guess. Um, I also probably won't be betting it. Don't really know what to make of it. My lean is New York, believe it or not. Um, really, the only reason is they're at home. They have a better defense, and it's a short week. Um, and Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you know, obviously he's not a rookie. He's been around for a year. Um, but he is still young. He is finally starting to look like a competent NFL quarterback, but – Still a young quarterback on a short week, which I oftentimes try to fade. Um, and then it's Jacksonville's offense. They're third um, in yards per play last three games. Jets defense is third in yards per play against last three games. So it's the strengths going against each other. Um, so, yeah, I just think better defense at home, short week. Give me the Jets plus the point or minus the point, whatever they're sitting at. Um, and then I actually kind of lean over 38 in this game. Um, we saw the Jets put up 17 against Detroit. Detroit's defense has actually been clamping down lately. They're only giving up 19.9 points, I believe, over the last seven games. Um, so actually a competent defense lately. Um, the Jags have been putting up points in bunches. So I think it squeaks over the total, maybe like a 21-20 type of game. Um, lean for the Jets to win, but can't say that with much confidence. The, this game, they didn't Vegas didn't do us any favors, leaving it at plus one for the jets. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- no this idea. is really just a stay away game. Um, that's, that's our take on this um, over under. I'd stay away from it too. Ethan, I get what you're saying with the over um, Je- Trevor Lawrence has been killing it, but he's going up against this jets defense. That's been shutting everybody down. Um, if you have a Jaguars receiver this week in fantasy, rest in peace. Um, well, besides that, um, I lean, the Jags just barely because they're right there about to knock these Titans off. And after these last couple of weeks, so. there's nothing that we can hope for more. Mm, I would love the Jags to get in the playoffs over the yeah. Titans. They're way more fun to watch. Way more fun. Way so. more. Zach, Ethan, just to give a, uh, Ethan, do you hold on, Ethan? Do you need a tissue? Because it's getting a little you're getting a little hot over there. <laughs> Rudolph, baby. <laughs> I'm in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Um 
Zach, just to give the viewers some actionable advice, do you have any, like, I know you're kind of a Garrett Wilson guy. You have any prop bets that you've looked at in this game that you kind of like, or? Yeah, I would probably lean a Wilson prop. I was, as Ben said, I would stay away from all Jags receivers. Uh, I think, I mean, whoever Sauce Garner's on, I think he literally got zero targets yesterday. Jared Goff did not throw last week. He did not yeah, throw yeah. one time. Um, so maybe the under so on be, them. They're going to be moving him around. Uh, I, I like Garrett Wilson again. I mean, he when he gets the ball, it's like over 20 yards he's getting. And it's always like 60 yards receiving his line. So I would take Garrett Wilson in this game probably. And no running back for the Jets, that's for sure. Ethan's Lions head out to play the Panthers. Panthers are three-point home dogs over under set at 43-and-a-half. Guys, we faded the Lions last week. That was a mistake. We need to hop right back on the Lions bandwagon, and I'm taking them. I'm taking them with even a little bit of confidence, like you said, Ethan, that their defense is getting better. That offense looks great. What? I'm going to let you take it over. You're the you're the Lions guy. Yeah, well, I- I left my my boys down, faded them, put them in my big three. But maybe, I mean, my big three has not been great, as That's we all why know. They won. So, yeah. You know. So, I think <laughs> – thanks, Zach. <laughs> I think Carolina makes my big three this week. Chicago will probably be my big three next week. Green Bay mm-hmm. a couple weeks from now. So, I'll probably just keep fading Detroit and hope that That's good. That's I can good push them right to the playoffs there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, big win for Detroit. It was great. Um, I was rooting for – the lions more than my bet so i was okay with um lions winning my bet losing um i am though i'm not gonna get involved on the side in this game but i do lean carolina again really? um yeah i think kind of same thing better defense at home getting three points um i won't be betting it wouldn't be shocked if it lands right on three with detroit winning or if detroit wins by a point or two my stomach and esophagus are not doing too well right now, by the way. <laughs> I can tell. Acid reflex. Um, <clears throat> but this is also Carolina's last home game, um, and they're fighting every bit as hard as Detroit is right now to make a playoff spot. They're well um, alive to win that division. So, I don't know. It's kind of a tough spot for Detroit. Another thing I hate is um, sharps are on Carolina. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say here. Gotcha. Um, so, that worries me. But the, the bet I do like in this game that I probably will end up on is the under 43 and a half. Um, it's kind of – we've touched on this a lot in the past, but uh, Lions offensively not nearly as good on the road, golf especially. Um, Carolina's definitely not an offensive juggernaut. Both teams have decent defenses as of late. So I think under 43 and a half probably gets there. I could see another 20 to 17 game like last week for Detroit. Um, so, yeah, under. I would lean Carolina plus three, but won't bet it. Go Lions. Yeah, I'm on them. Go Lions as well. Mm-hmm. I also like the under two, a good amount actually in this game. Uh, the Panthers last <laughs> week could literally could not run the ball, and when they can't do that, they don't look like an NFL team. They're they're running the ball, and that's it. To be honest, <laughs> I think the Cinderella story continues with the Lions here. Uh, Lions, as I said, with the run defense with Carolina's offense. Lions the last three weeks have the best run defense in the league, 55 yards a game. If they do that again, they're going to kill this team. To be honest. Uh, I think Lions can try and try and control the tempo here. They've covered in six straight, so that does kind of scare me that they're going to do it, not do it at some point. But I like the Lions to win here, and I lean the under as well. The Seahawks head out to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites over under sit at 48 points. As the resident Chiefs guy here, um, I took it in the last two weeks with big point spreads. Um, Last week I was saying with Dallas and with Kansas City, I thought 
the way that they had played the previous game, that is going to kind of knock them out of their slump. They're going to have to try harder. It, it clearly didn't. And so I can't take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Seahawks pretty confidently. It's going to be very cold, and there's a very good chance that there's going to be snow for this game. Um, I mean, we're talking negative real feel out there. So I, I'm going with the under in this game, even though it's the Chiefs. Um, DK Metcalf, the Chiefs defensive backs they have such a hard time against these really big strong receivers so i'm taking i'm taking seattle plus nine and a half zach what do you think yeah i'm on the same thing i'm not sure when people are going to realize that the chiefs just don't blow anybody out it doesn't matter who they're like they play down to their opponent every time i mean only the texans by six in overtime Sad. Uh, seahawks seahawks are on a downward spiral but i do think they cover here as well um the weather is concerning me about the total because I do like the over a lot if the weather's not playing a big part in it because I think both defenses are pretty bad and both offenses are decent. Uh, Seahawks do allow the second most points per game on the road. I think the Chiefs score 30 plus, depending on the weather. If it's windy as hell, I'm not buying this over under. It's going to be pretty all. windy. So, yeah, then stay away from the over, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I guess my lean here with the Seahawks, but I won't be taking anything in this game either. Wow, boys. I got the uh, the acid reflux going bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're only three games in, man. Yeah, you yeah. got a long way to go. It's like mini hiccups going on in my chest. <laughs> um, all right. I'm a little nervous. I like Seattle as well. I don't know if I want to squad ride this, but we'll keep it on the radar. Yeah. It's a yeah. tough squad ride. Uh, but I like Seattle as well. Kind of a weird spot, though, for Seattle. They had two home games, road, quick road game to Kansas City, cross well, not cross country, but halfway cross country, and then um, back for two home games in Seattle. So, so their only road game in their last five games of the year. Um, but they they need to win it. I mean, they're fighting for the playoff spot in the NFC with Detroit, um, New York Giants, and Washington mostly. Um, I mean, Kansas City doesn't have a ton to play for. Um, they do have two divisional games to wrap up their season, but – you know, it's not they're not gonna be looking ahead. They don't necessarily need to win those games. Um I guess they do to get the one seed. But yeah, I lean Seattle. They have the rest advantage after coming off the Thursday night game. Um don't know if I'll play this game either way. I do lean the over as well, but um the weather is I won't be betting that. I mean, it's all gonna mm-hmm. overs all over the country are gonna depend on weather this week. Over under. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. <clears throat> A lot of time left. A quick fantasy tip, too, with the weather and with the wind. <laughs> if you're looking for a kicker, with these being the super important matchups um, in your fantasy playoffs, look for the kickers that are in domes this week. Yep. Don't don't be trying mm-hmm. to play any outdoor kickers. Let me just pass that along to the guy I'm playing in the championship. Uh, ben said outdoor kickers for uh, this yeah. week. Play Bucker. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, he did really good last week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the Bills head out to Chicago to face the Bears. Bears are nine-point home dogs over under set at 41. Ethan, the Bills have been on a tear, but the Bears' fields looks banged up. What do you think? Yeah, I was on the Bears last week, plus nine against Philly. Um, got there. They didn't do as well as I thought. They kind of backdoor covered that one, but um, played them pretty tight. I do like Chicago again this week, plus nine. Uh, the total is so low, so 
Vegas is basically saying if Buffalo is going to cover, um, the Bears aren't probably going to score much at all. But, um, yeah, I think the Bears can get in the end zone once or twice, keep this thing close. Um, Chicago has two divisional games on deck, so they might want to try to play spoiler for Detroit. And uh, I believe Green Bay is their other one. Might be Minnesota, but they might want to try to play spoiler. Um, but Buffalo, they have Cincinnati next week at Cincinnati, so I think they're going to be more focused on going in, taking care of business yeah. there, uh, getting a big win against a big AFC opponent. And then they have New England after Cincinnati. So um, they don't give a damn about Chicago, quite frankly, um, an NFC opponent on their schedule. So, yeah, I think Chicago at home plus nine, way too many points. Plus it's going to be uh, cold, windy, snowy, which obviously Buffalo's used to as well. But um, the weather shouldn't give an advantage either way here. Um, and then Buffalo, they're also off – three straight divisional games. And then the game before that was Thanksgiving. So they've just kind of had a gauntlet of games they've wanted to win now um, for the past month or so. So again, I just think they don't give a damn about Chicago this week. Um, and then last three yards per play for these teams, Chicago's actually seventh in the league. Uh, and Buffalo's 19th. So Chicago's actually had the better offense in the last three weeks. Um, however, yards per play against, Chicago's dead last at 32nd, uh, and Buffalo's 15th. But Buffalo being 15th, you know, they're they're not top 10 either offense or defense last three weeks. So I think Chicago can keep up with them, score some points. Um, I look for this thing to probably go over the total, even if the weather's awful. Uh, a lot of running, but Josh Allen and Justin Fields can both get yards with their feet. So, um, yeah, I think Chicago keeps it tight. This game goes over, and I look for – maybe like a 24 to 17 game. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a look at a spot for the bills. They don't dead a damn about this game, to be honest, just for the, I think the winner of next week gets the one seed between the Bengals and the bills, to be honest, and say both beat the chiefs. So I, this is kind of reminding me of the bears Eagles last week. The Eagles had a big look ahead spot. I like the bears to cover here. And my favorite plot playing this game is the over big time over for me in this game. I looked at the weather doing my own little weather report here. It's supposed to be. It's going to be cold, but it's supposed to be sunny. Wind isn't too much of a factor, it looks like. And if we saw anything with Josh Allen, cold doesn't affect that guy at all. I mean, it was really snowing, and it's just running for 50 yards. So, um, as you talked about with the yards per play, the Bears' offense is pretty good. Like, I think they can score 20 in this game, and I think Bills definitely score over 20 against that terrible Bears defense. I mean, the Bears cannot defend a running quarterback. We saw with Hurts, he had three touchdowns himself. Uh, AJ Brown had a field day last week. I think Diggs is the same thing. Uh, I really like this over 41 a lot. Justin Fields, Josh Allen running all over the place. So give me that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the over two. And the, with, we've seen these huge spreads aren't hitting this year. So mm -hmm. uh, we're going with the Bears. We're all going around to Chicago. Yep. Bears can't throw the ball. So they would probably rather play every single game in bad weather this season. Oh, for yeah. sure. They probably love for it. Sure. Well, that first mm -hmm. week when they beat San Francisco. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals head to New England to face the Patriots. Patriots are three and a half point home dogs over under set up 41 and a half. Zach. Yeah. As I said last week, fading the Bengals is stupid. <laughs> Ethan, um, <clears throat> as I continue to say, <laughs> don't fade the Bengals anymore. Just don't do it. That defense is ridiculous. I'm not betting them because they're, I mean, they're just so on fire. They're 11 and one against the spread in their last 12. So if you've been betting them every week, you're making a lot of money. I'm going to pitch the under here instead, though. 
the Bengals defense, as I just talked about, is really good. Pat's offense is just not – they're just not good. That last play was all I need to see for their season. They're just so stupid. Matt Patricia being the offensive coordinator makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, and New England is the third-best defense at home, allowing 16.7 points per game. They rely heavily on the run game, and Bengals are top 10 against the run, so I think that, that counter co- contradicts each other a lot. Bengals win, but total goes under 41.5 here. Yeah, so I actually like New England again quite a bit in this game. Yeah, nah, I can't fade Cincy again. Um, might like to do it in the first half, though, because since he does have the best second-half defense in the league, um, I think we touched on that a few weeks ago when I got burned on Tennessee against them. Um, yeah, I do like New England again. I think this is kind of a strategy I'm going to be using for a couple games this week, but um, no one's going to want to touch New England after what they saw out of them on that final play. Everyone's going to want to be on Cincinnati for the second half that we got out of them last week. So I just think um, the value probably lies with New England. Why is it only three and a half points? Kind of a weird yeah. line there. Um, since he's also getting 83% of the bet, and I think that has dropped to plus three as well. So we got some reverse line movement. Um, since he's in the look-ahead spot with Buffalo on deck, they're going to want that game. And then they have Baltimore, which is could very much come down to um, – that game could decide the division winner there. So they do want this win for sure. They want to stay ahead of Baltimore in the division race, but they're going to want Baltimore and Buffalo much more than this one. Um, and then typically I think those heartbreaking losses sometimes can hurt teams. Um, you almost lose the next week too because of it. You're just dwelling on it. Uh, but I trust Belichick to get his team back right, get them prepared for this game. Um and then lastly, yards per play against last three games, New England's fourth in the league, Cincinnati's 22nd, and New England's top nine in all major defensive categories. So um, I look for this one to stay under the total as well. I like that quite a bit, and I think New England can cover the three. I like the Bengals a lot this week. Um, and it makes me like them again. even more. Yeah, I know. It makes me like them even more that the lines move the other way. Uh, I like the over in this game. The Bengals receivers catch long touchdowns on the end zone. The Patriots receivers throw touchdowns to defensive linemen on the other team to win games. Um, so if it comes down between them, I'm going with Jamar. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll run back a bet with you, Ben, if you want. Are you serious? Same I, thing. I can, just, can I just advise you not to do that? <laughs> You're kidding. If you want it. Oh my god. Bengals Patriots. Three you, you can think at the three it. or at the three and a half? Um, either one. You can think either on one. it. Okay. Yeah, let me think on it. I'll get back to you. Okay. Okay. Maybe there'll be one that we disagree with even more. Right. Okay. The New York Giants head out to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Vikings are three and a half point favorites. Over under set at forty eight and a half, one of the highest point totals on the slate. Ethan I, I think the way I'm leaning is both of these teams are definitely slumping right now. Giants, I think more so. They're just so banged up. Um, but Vikings just almost lost to the Colts, 33-0. Th- this whole week just had insane games. Which, which way are you leaning for this one? Yeah, so similar situation as I just spoke on. Um who the hell is going to want to go against Minnesota after what they just saw in the second half last week, mm-hmm. um, which makes me really like New York. And I think a lot of people saw on Sunday Night Football, maybe they don't think New York deserved that win, or at least not in regulation. Um, 
So, yeah, I like New York plus the three and a half. I think it actually got up to four now. Um, I don't know if I'll bet it. Like, I don't love it, but that would be my lean. Um, New York has a lot more to play for. Minnesota's in limbo. They locked up the NFC North with that comeback win. Likely not going to get the one seed. So, not a ton to play for. Um, And they still have two divisional games left. So, I think they're probably more focused on wrecking the division um, than – uh, worrying about um, New York this week. They have the Packers actually on deck, so I think the Packers, if they're still alive, uh, Minnesota would love to end their playoff hopes. Um, so, yeah, lean New York. I think this game stays under as well because um, I think there's some added value to the under based on, once again, Minnesota's 39-point second half last week and giving up 33 points, but obviously that game was weird. I mean, there was the blocked punt return, the pick six, um, failed fourth down that gave Indy the ball in their own territory. So, um, I mean, it was high scoring, but there were some asterisks to it. So I like the under. don't see this one getting up even close to 48. Um, and I like the Giants plus the points. Yeah, these are two teams that I don't even want to touch either no. side in this game. Uh, I mean, the, this bowl. line – this line makes sense to me because the Vikings point differential is plus two for an 11 win team, which is just disgusting. Uh, that comeback was crazy. Great for me in fantasy. I had Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, so that was very nice. Uh, it's hard for me to bet a Vikings game considering how inconsistent they are. I mean, one half they're down 33, one half they score 39. So uh, I would lean Giants with the points here because the line's short, so it's a little fishy to me, and the under, but I would not be betting anything in this game. This game, I just I have, I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of that Jets-Jaguars game. Yeah. Just almost unbettable. Yeah, I have two most fraudulent teams this year. Exactly. I probably agree with that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. The most unwatchable game of the week, the Texans head out to Tennessee to face the Titans. Titans are five-point favorites at home, over-under set at 36.5. These teams are both – we're not fans of them here at the Better and Green Podcast – Zach, I see you're shaking your head. You hate – I know how much you hate the Texans and the way you were on the Titans last week, man. Go ahead. Go in on them. Yeah, I mean, um, you got me fucked up thinking I'm playing the Titans in this game. Why <laughs> are they minus five against the one of the worst NFL teams I've ever seen? Uh, I would actually lean the Texans plus five here. I mean, this is my just nightmare of a game with these two teams. Probably my least two favorite teams in the league currently in terms of betting. Uh Tannehill's injured again, came back, but he's not even close to 100%. So, I mean, minus five for uh, – Texans should be double-digit underdogs every single week, especially on the road. I mean, they're on the, I mean, if it's plus five, they're at home. I understand it a little more, but they're on the road here. Uh, <laughs> I think Henry has a field day, so you could take any prop you want of him anytime, rushing yards. He's actually been in the passing game recently too, so you can do something with that. Uh I lean the over, but won't be taken. My favorite bet's Texans plus five, though, which is just disgusting. So, yeah, I like. Um, I probably lean Houston too. Their last three games are their three divisional opponents, so I think they're just on like a a wrecking course right now. They just want to kind of ruin a wrecking course. They're driving a fucking <laughs> Toyota Camry on a wrecking course. These are the games they're going to care about. Um, they want to get Tennessee. They want to knock them out of that top spot in the division. They're going to want to get Jacksonville. Um, so yeah, I guess I lean Houston. Um, I like the under in this game divisional, um, just don't see a ton of points being scored. 
And like Zach said, you can just hammer Henry with anything, um, attempts, yards, touchdown, whatever, you name it. Um, and then I just have one more thing just to send Zach off the deep end here. Do you guys know uh, Tennessee's record against the spread this year? Mm-hmm. Eight, five, and one. So we literally just jumped on them at the – they were like, what, eight and three when we jumped on them. And... <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, there is no way. I've yeah. never wanted a team to lose – actually, no. I'll say this. If the Dolphins get the five seed, I want the Titans to win the division. If they don't, I hope the Jacks make it for fun because yeah, this yeah. team is so poverty, man. Everything about it. I mean, they are fairly injured. I like Vabral, like Henry's. Hannibal's a former Finn, so I, I respect him, but – this team's just so bad. It's disgusting that we're taking the Texans at just plus five. Yeah, and that should us. never be a thing on the road. No, no, that should never be a thing. You know what? I mean, I'm t- taking t- back. I like Tennessee. Oh god, <laughs> switching it. I like Tennessee, dude. The Titans were minus four against the Jags two weeks ago. Now you're telling me they're minus five against the Texans? Come on. I think Henry covers by himself. There is a think, chance. I think Henry has a field day. I think he has a field day. Okay, I, okay, bet them then. Bet the Titans minus five. <laughs> nah, I can't get hurt. It's uh, totally fair. It's like throwing a knife up and catching it. Yeah, self-inflicted wound. Th- th- this game is just the is one of the is probably the worst game for me to watch for my sanity. Both yeah, teams, oh no. uh, whatever. I don't even know if they'll show this game in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> The New Orleans Saints head out to Cleveland to face the Browns. Browns are two and a half point favorites. Over under sit at 31 and a half. Super, super low point total. Ethan, it's so low, but it makes sense too. I have to go under. This oh, we have to. You this have is to. lower than the Army Navy total in college <laughs> yeah. football. I mean, that is insane. I've never seen yeah. the NFL total this low. Um, I don't know if they're expecting like a flood to go through there or. I, I don't know, but um, let's be honest. Cleveland doesn't put up points. New Orleans doesn't put up points, and they mm-hmm. both have pretty good defenses, at least front sevens. So, yeah, I, I won't be betting in under 32, 31 and a half, whatever it's at, um, but I do lean that way. And I think I lean Cleveland as well. Um, you know, we've kind of just been saying each week, Sean's getting just more comfortable, a little bit better and better. Um, and I think Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt can just kind of control the tempo and pace of this game. It's going to be cold. Um, I think I saw like negative 18 wind chill in Cleveland for game yeah. time. Like I think it's the coldest game day temp um, of the week. So I think, I hope Chubb has a day. He's on my fantasy team and he's kind of been hit or miss as of late. So I hope he bounces back with a big day. Um, and then um, – Last thing, New Orleans is only one and five on the road this year. Cleveland's four and three at home. So um, lean Cleveland, lean under. Probably won't get there for either. Yeah, this NFL total is crazy. I mean, this is like Iowa versus Wisconsin playing college football. Just to, I've, this is just so weird for an NFL game with professional athletes playing. Uh, I'd naturally lean under here as well. I mean, totals this low for a reason, but I love the Browns this week. I love the Browns. Uh, I fa- I'll fight Andy Dalton in normal weather, never mind if it's this cold out and it's windy and snowy. <laughs> uh, the Browns defense is actually playing unbelievable. They look good against the Bengals and dominated the Ravens. I mean, they, the Ravens could not do a thing. And Saints defense got gashed in the run last week for 231 yards. So I think 
Browns would try to control the clock with Chubb and Hunt. Chubb did not practice yesterday. I'm not sure if he did today, but I think he still plays. Uh, I'll fade Angdong on the road in this weather all day. So give me the Browns. Yeah, I love Cleveland too. I love mm-hmm. Cleveland this week. Potential. I could get on Definitely. that. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Ooh, nice. I would like that more than the Panthers last week. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. I'll, we will get that noted. Give that noted. Yep. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons head to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Ravens are seven and a half point favorites at home over under set at 37 and a half. The Ravens offense has not been killing teams, but they are seven and a half point favorites. I I know that the rookie quarterback for the Falcons did not look great last week, but Ritter, yeah, yeah, seven and a half is a really, really high number. Zach, are, are you swallowing the points? Uh, I would if Lamar was if Lamar if I knew Lamar was playing. If Lamar is playing, I absolutely love the Ravens here because I'm not sure the Falcons are going to score. But if he doesn't play, I'm not sure the I'm not sure what the line would do if he doesn't play because Huntley is not good to be honest. Like their really? offense is just. He, I mean, if I want, I mean, people. There's people talking about how he's fine over Lamar. He's not even close to Lamar Jackson at all. The line tells me they think Lamar's going to play, but he did not practice today again. But it's hard for me to have a read in this game. I definitely like the under if he doesn't play. Thirty-seven and a half. It probably goes down because Ritter. I, I don't think he scores on the on the road against the Ravens here. Probably going to be pretty cold out. Um, if Lamar plays, I love the seven and a half, but if he doesn't, I, I it's hard for me to say right now because I don't know what he's going to do. So, yeah, I kind of, uh, I, I have no idea what to do with this. Best way I could look at it is one of those six point teasers, just get Baltimore down minus one and a half. Um, if I didn't do that though, I'd actually probably lean Atlanta just because Baltimore hasn't been putting up points. Atlanta would need like 10 points probably to cover the seven and a half. Um, Baltimore's off two straight divisional games. They have two straight divisional games on deck. So this is kind of their one-off NFC opponent game. However, they just still need this pretty bad. Um, they're hoping New England can catch Cincy this week. And if they can win, they'll be tied in the division again. So Baltimore needs every win they can get. Um, I definitely think Baltimore wins the game. I just don't know if they can do it by margin. Um, and Atlanta, they're still alive for their division as well. But kind of like I said last week, it's just weird. Like I just don't understand why they would start Desmond Ritter, knowing that they're still alive for a playoff spot. Because I don't think like I like I, said, I think they just know that they just get destroyed in the first round. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I mean, they would, but I don't know. It's interesting. So yeah, uh, I can't confidently give you a play in this game whatsoever. I I see it exactly like you do, Ethan. I would I would take the Falcons and the Ravens probably win, but it's what a 17 13 game they're just going to lean on their defense they're they're Mm -hmm. not even going to have to put up points like crazy right the washington commanders head out to san francisco to face the 49ers 49ers are seven point favorites over under set at 38 and a half 49ers have been killing everybody this year ethan i'm gonna i i think i'm swallowing the points the seven what about you i think this is my first week i can get on zach's good side and I think I'm going to ride Washington uh, mm. plus the seven um, rest advantage favors San Francisco after the Thursday night game, Washington had the, um, the weird finish on the Sunday night game. Um, and one thing that is a little bit concerning to me, I don't know if you guys heard, but Ron Rivera was kind of questioning Heineke uh, saying that he'll get the start this week, but if he doesn't look good, they might go back to Carson Wentz. 
which is an asinine thought to me. The guy's yeah, what six one one or maybe six two and one against the spread now. Um, mm-hmm. And Carson Wentz, he can't cover spreads. He can't even win football games. So <laughs> I I don't know what they're doing there. Um, it kind of makes it tough. I think Heineke. I think that starts a fire under his ass and gets him going. Um, but it also could make him crumble. So it's kind of tough to read that quote there. Washington travels across the country as well for this game, so not great for them. Um, but statistically, I mean, they both have top 10 defenses. Offensively, they're actually not that far apart when it comes to yards, um, pass yards, rush yards, and total yards. So I think Washington, they have way more to play for right now. Um, I think they keep it tight. The total's only 39, so to cover seven, um, they're not going to have to put up you know, as many points as, you know, Vegas is suggesting a low scoring game here. So I lean Washington plus the seven. Um, and I would lean under the 39. Just don't see the urgencies for, for San Fran and uh, no offensive firepower for Washington. And then lastly, San Fran, last I checked, was getting 75% of the bets. So um, not huge, but makes me point towards Washington more. Yeah. Uh, tough for me to get a read in this game too. Uh, Heineke, my guy, lost, even though that ref thing with McLaurin was bullshit, and then there was a blatant P.I. in the end zone on the last play of the game. I mean, I don't know how you missed that. That was terrible. But And that Ron Rivera comment was ridiculous. I'm not sure if he did that on purpose to light a fire to Heineke, but if you didn't, that's one of the dumbest things that you could say because now he's yeah. going in there with already in the back of his head, and Carson Wentz sucks. So keep my boy out there, please. Uh, I can't get a read in this game. <laughs> I I'm surprised it's only minus seven, to be honest, for how good San Fran looks, especially at home. Uh, so I would probably lean Commanders here and definitely the under because I think both defenses are pretty good. Uh, I think Commanders have a tough time moving the ball against this one of the best teams that I've ever seen. So lean Commanders with the under here, but probably won't be taking anything. Zach, I would say I feel bad for you for your the Washington loss last week, but I think you had uh, enough luck on your side there. So Oh, with my, with my big three? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if – if you took a parlay of the Jaguars when they were at their lowest point in the game, when they were down, the Vikings, uh, the Raiders, on when, whenever they were losing probably the last drive of the game, yep. you probably would have been a millionaire. Yeah, I did get, but no, I was never worried about the Vikings. Come on, thirty-three nothing. <laughs> well, I was worried about the Colts plus four. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, Ethan, did you want to introduce this next game? You've been teasing it on Twitter for forever, man. Dude, I have, yeah. I mean, we got what was going to be the game of the year, Philly at Dallas. Um, But the Jalen Hurts news kind of just blows the entire game up. Um, Yeah, it's. I loved it. I love Dallas. Uh, I've had this game circled for, like, more than two months, I think, at this point, just waiting to hammer home Dallas. And now I really don't know what to do with it. Luckily, I did get one unit down on Dallas, minus 110 money line, um, like Friday or Saturday before the injury for their games this past week. So I do have some action on Dallas. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's tough. I guess Jalen Hurst isn't officially ruled out yet. If he plays, I still love Dallas. I'll hammer him. I'll probably put three to four more units on Dallas. Um, but, yeah, I guess at this point I'd lean Philly with the points, I think, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I was the same way with Ethan. I wanted to nuke the Cowboys this week when they had – I just thought it was a really good spot for them at, at home. Uh, Lions moved, I think, three and a half points now or so with Minshew. 
Uh, with Hurts, I love the Cowboys. With him in question, I still like the Cowboys regardless. I think they still win this game. Uh, I think they've been, I think the Cowboys have been preparing for this game for a while now, to be honest. That's why I liked the Jags last week because I thought they were going to destroy the Eagles this week. Not destroy, but uh, I don't see the Cowboys as at home, especially if Minshew plays. That's just a tough spot for him. It's going to be a it's going to be crazy in Jerry World on uh, Saturday. I like the under here also if Hurts does not play, just because I, I think Dak's been kind of meh. He, 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 did, oh, he, he did pretty good last week, but just, I don't know. I do like the Cowboys to win, though, in this game. This, especially if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, it, this game just makes me nervous. I The Eagles have looked good, and that Eagles defense – is what makes me so nervous. You saw Dak throw that game-losing pick six, and that's just so stuck in my head that the Cowboys' defense is good, and if you take out Jalen Hurts, that's that's going to really throw a wrench into things because that Eagles' offensive line is really good. Yeah. And they have some awesome weapons, but I think we're just going to have to do another round of Cowboys. Minshew yeah. magic. Oh, Minshew, man. I love Minshew, though. No, yeah, he's, yeah, he's awesome. He's great. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree. This is also Dallas's last game, so Jerry World's going to be just going insane. Last, yeah, yeah, yeah last home game. Probably last home game of the year because they're probably not going to have a home playoff game. So. Right. Yeah. And uh, also, obviously, a revenge spot for Dallas. Um, so, yeah, because right. they had Cooper Rush what, back in week four or five when they played right. this team. They got destroyed. Mm-hmm. So. Right. I love the Cowboys with Hurts, man. Oh, that was minus one. It's all good. Philly's getting 70%. Still? Yeah. Oh, I love wow. the Cowboys. I love them. I think cool. they're probably just seeing the Eagles and seeing that they get points. Exactly. For sure, yeah. I am which, kind is of why, which is why they win, like, when Hurst is playing, people are like, oh, it's a pick em. I love the Eagles. Like, they've probably been 80% handle or oh, yeah. on the Eagles, yeah. for yeah. sure. Um, I'm bummed I didn't take this when it was up to plus six for Philly. Because that could have been a nice huh. little middle there. Plus six on Philly, Moneyline, Dallas. But, yeah. yeah. Go Dallas. I like them. Go Cowboys. Yep. The Raiders head to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Steelers are two and a half point favorites over under set at 39. The Raiders miraculously won last week. And now they get the points. I hate picking the Raiders. I really don't want to. But I think I am in this game. Zach, which way are you leaning? Um, I lean the Steelers for a side here. I think the weather is significantly going to favor Pittsburgh. It's supposed to be in the negatives, and I think Steel- the Pittsburghs, you know, they they love playing in negative weather, especially with how they play. But I mean, my favorite play here is the under, though. Uh, as I said, with the weather, it's going to make them consistently. I mean, that's going to be hard to throw the ball. And the Steelers mm-hmm. last week literally did not throw. Like they had a couple, they had a drive of eleven minutes. So if anyone's going to confident over in that. I, I, I can't see it. I think both teams just try to run the ball a lot, which is why I like Jake, Josh Jacobs over rushing yards here, 87.5. Besides that game last week, the Steelers' defense has been not good stopping the run as of late. Last week, I think, was a little bit of an outlier. So I've leaned Steelers with my favorite player being the under. Yeah, this game's kind of tough for me to get a read on. Um, I probably like Vegas in the over, actually. Um, mm. Don't know – Probably betting those. Actually, probably my favorite play is Vegas uh, with the six points and a two-team six-point teaser up to eight and a half. It's probably my favorite play. Don't see Pittsburgh blowing them out. Um, but biggest thing about this game is it's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception game, and then coincidentally, uh, 
I don't know if you guys saw this morning, but Franco Harris passed away. Um, Mm -hmm. So just interesting timing for that to happen there. Um, I don't know if Franco Harris was still involved with Pittsburgh's organization at all, like if he was a face around the facilities or anything like that. Um, If he was, I could see it kind of lighting a fire under him, wanting to get that W for uh, Immaculate Reception 50th anniversary, especially after Franco's death. So kind of worries me um, off of Las Vegas a little bit. Still think I do like the eight and a half, though, because like I said, I just don't think Pittsburgh wins by nine or more points there. Um, Vegas has been better uh, as of late yards per play, yards per play against in the last three games. They're actually sixth in yards per play on the road. Um, so kind of like them there. The travel isn't great for them. Um, they've had four weeks on the West Coast, and now they have to travel all the way up to Pittsburgh. Um, then they go back to the West Coast for two last home games. So um, can't confidently give you much in this game. Vegas plus eight and a half tied in to another teaser leg uh, would probably be my only way to look at this. And RIP Franco. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thoughts with them. The Packers head to Miami to face the Dolphins. Dolphins are four-point favorites at home. Over-unders sit at 49.5. Vegas thinks this is going to be a shootout, Zach. Do you think that your Dolphins blow out the Packers? I wouldn't say blowout. This is by far the best Christmas game, by the way. These games, the, the, the last two suck in terms of yeah. what we're watching on Christmas, so I'll be watching the NBA probably for this game. But I love the way the Dolphins played last week, to be honest. I, I, I came out of that game very happy with how they played, considering the weather and, oh, they can't play in the cold. I, they looked great to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may even believe in them again after that Chargers game. That scared the hell out of me. But I think they're, they're back. I think they know, especially being at home, for the first time in three weeks, it'll really help them out a lot. Um, I love the spot for him here. Uh, the Dolphins' home defense I've talked about before, they're so much better at home, allowing like 16 points a game compared to 30 on the road or whatever they do. Uh, Packers' rush defense is atrocious, and we saw Dolphins last week do that with Mostert. They leaned on him heavily. I think they do it again. I think I think this total goes under because I think Dolphins are actually going to try to hold the ball and keep it out of Rodgers' hands and ride on Mostert, and I, I just – I, I, I total is too high, and I like the Dolphins here. Go Fins. I actually like Green Bay quite a bit in this game. God. Um, good. Liked what I saw to Green Bay Monday night. I know they're playing the Rams, but that offense looks good. Um, mm-hmm. Rodgers actually looked like he was having fun for the first time this season. Yeah. Um, I will go ahead and say this. I'm probably going to jinx myself here, but in my sports gambling career, I seem to have the best read on the Packers for whatever reason. Um, I don't know why, but that's just the team that I feel like I can. I know when to play on, know when to fade. Um, yeah, that being said, <laughs> probably it doesn't hit this week. But, um, yeah, I don't like the spot for Miami. Three straight road games, all losses. Um, now come back home, but then they have to bounce back, go on the road to New England next week, back-to-back road divisional games for them. Um, so I don't love that. They do need a win. Um, I think, Zach, do they clinch the playoffs with a win? Is that where they're sitting um, at right now? It's. I think help. it's. I think it more so matters because they play the Patriots and the Jets. Those games matter more than this one. So I'll give you okay. that in terms of. But if they win, it definitely helps because they'd have nine wins compared to whatever the Jets and the Patriots do. So. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I like Green Bay. I just think Green Bay is still motivated. They still have an outside shot making the playoffs. Um. I just think Rodgers looked good. I think he looked like he was having fun out there. Um. I, kind of almost think the Packers are back. I'm glad it's this late in the year because they're not 
probably going to make the playoffs, but um, I look for Green Bay to get the outright win here. I'll take them plus four. Actually, I already took them plus six um, earlier in the week, and I actually lean over 49 and a half. I just think Tyreek could quick strike them. Um, I think Packers should be able to score when they get the ball quite a bit. Um, and then, yeah, just it's so tough for me to look at an under in a Dolphins game with – how quick Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill can score. And Mostert is I think Mostert's like the fastest running back in the Pretty league. Pretty sure he won I think he I think he won the forties. He did something in college in like yeah. track and field and stuff. And he ran a four three forty. He's insane yeah. too. If they find open space, I mean they're scoring all three of them. I mean so. that Dolphins Bills game was one of the games of the year. And John just like just to watch with the snow coming down at the end. That game was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. And I also will back Zach's statement, by far the best Christmas game. This is my favorite game of the week. I can't wait to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, it is. I, I lean the over also, and I love your Dolphins this week, Zach. Yep, thank you. Thank you, God. I'm not, I'm not gonna bet with, I'm not going to bet with Ethan here on the Dolphins just because if they lose, I'm going to be double depressed. So, yep. <laughs> and if I have to come on here and do something stupid and I also have to – drown in tears that they lost another game i'm gonna be very pissed so i'm gonna stay away <laughs> let's go to the best christmas game on the slate broncos at rams broncos are two and a half point favorites over under set at 36 and a half holy point total the broncos and rams offenses are the 32nd and 31st ranked the worst offenses in the league with pretty good defenses so the total should probably be 10 points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this is this the um the Nickelodeon game? This is it. This is this it. Is uh, this is Russell Broncos Wilson's country. It is. It <laughs> is. It's time. Take the Broncos. And I'm like a thousand percent convinced. Ethan. Go ahead, Ethan. Uh well, sounds like Zach kind of likes this game. I don't at all. Um this would almost sway me to go watch some Christmas Day NBA, but I'm not going to yeah. do that either. So uh, <laughs> I will be watching this game. Um, I kind of have a feeling Zach might be on Denver, but I just don't see how you can lay points with Denver on the road. So I won't be doing that. Um, I really don't have much in this game. I think Denver, I think Russell Wilson does come kind of motivated to play in this game, um, but they also have two divisional games on deck that I think they could kind of want to. Again, just kind of play spoiler. Not that they're going to spoil much, but um, maybe take Casey out of the one seed or what have you. Um, LA is eliminated. They aren't playing for anything. So, I don't know. I mean, I have a weird feeling this game goes over, uh, but I would never bet that either. Um, I think the best way to look at it is take the six points in the teaser with um, the Rams, get the home team up to plus eight and a half, probably tie that back in with Vegas, get both of them plus eight and a half, and feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, so remember when I said to never better – I think I said it two weeks ago to never better Rams game. I lied really hard. I, I like the Rams I like the Rams a lot here. Oh. I'm so glad uh, you don't like the Broncos. Um, it's hard to fade Russell Wilson on a, on a Nickelodeon game because he's definitely been prepping for it all year. MVP. Um, yeah, he's – yeah, I mean, he's going to win it. If they, even if he says a play, I don't even know if he's going to play. He's still going to win it. So, I mean, he's probably been rigging the vote at this point. He lost yeah. this trophy. Uh, I thought the Rams didn't look terrible Monday, to be honest. Like they, 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 they play hard. I'll give them that for McVay. They, they, they do play hard and the Rams defense plays much better at home. They almost like 50 yards less given up at home per game. 
don't know. I, I like Baker. I, I like the story they're doing at home specifically. I think, you know, L.A. on Christmas, maybe they try to rig it a little bit. Uh, give me the Rams plus two and a half and obviously the under. So, With them being the bottom two offenses and the Broncos having a top 10 defense, and I think Rams are around like 15, 16. You guys are both going Rams. I can't sway you guys onto the Broncos side. Not laying like points the on the road for me. I like the Rams. Well, I don't know. Is That's Russell fair. Wilson going to play? I'm not even sure if he's going to play yet. It, w- w- whether he does or not, I still like the Rams. I got to assume he does, but. I mean, he's probably, I mean, yeah, he probably sat out last week to play this game. So, yeah. He, he, he wants his Nickelodeon trophy. Yeah. Are you guys does. as sketched out as I am that this total, I mean, given us 36 and a half, but that feels high for this game. It does. Yeah. Very high. Because there's, there's some totals where I'm like, because uh, I mean, Texans Titans is 37. Right. There's some total like Bears Bills is 41. I and this total is a little too high as well, it's which weird. makes me think that the Rams might score a little bit. So, right. or one of these teams, and I hope it's the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I guess Rippon put up 24 last week, which I think is more than Wilson's put up all year. So, <laughs> yeah. Rippon plays, maybe look towards the over. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Buccaneers face the Cardinals. Cardinals are six and a half point favorites. Sorry, six and a half point underdogs at home. Over under sit at 41. The Cardinals have been so, so bad at home, and they're going to lose again. Zach, uh, do they even cover the six and a half? I mean, Trace, I think they just announced that Trace McToya is the starter for this game. Cole McCoy is mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. This is just a terrible game. Talk about a game I'm not watching to make my Christmas worse is this game. Uh, I have no idea how to cap it. Bucks win this game. I'm not sure by how much. Cardinals suck at home. Bucks suck in general. Uh, I definitely like the under here. Um, it's probably, I mean, McSorley versus the Bucks defense, and then Bucks defense, Bucks offense in general is just bad. Mm-hmm. So I won't be betting anything in this game. But my favorite play is probably the under. But just don't even watch this game, guys. It's bad. Yeah, I will be watching this game just because I love standalone holiday football. But mm. I don't have much more to add. Uh, under for sure. Um, Tampa is probably my lean. Um, if you want to do the teaser route or just take their money line with, say, I don't know, um, San Fran or Kansas City or someone other money line, you could get probably close to plus odds there. Um, definitely ways to look at betting this game, but I don't feel confident taking the minus six and a half at all. Um, so, yeah, under 41 would be my best bet in this game. I, I like the Bucks. I, I don't like them a lot, but – I feel pretty good with them this week. It's just the Cardinals have been so bad, man. And the Buccaneers, they might the defense might score their points. Yeah, I'd probably the line's probably gonna keep on the road. The line's probably gonna keep moving the Buccaneers too because McSorley is gonna be the starter. So yeah, Bucks definitely win. That's what I have to say about the game. Yeah, Yeah. and I have them to win that division, so that's good enough for me. Do either (laughs) of you guys have it pulled up what the money line is? For that game, I'm looking right now. Yeah, um, can't be too anything. I mean, Tampa is now a seven and a half point favorite, minus three thirty money line. It's a lot of juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Dang. You could, yeah, as Ethan said, you could pair it with something else if you're the square yeah. and you want to just do MLML bet. I mean, it probably should hit realistically, but who knows? If you take Tampa, Kansas City, that's gonna get you, uh, yeah, minus one seventy five. Probably need to do like. Uh, a Maybe minus seven, San Fran, minus one forty. Yeah, even like you maybe can you can buy it down to six and a half bucks, and then when by touchdown, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. deal with an NBA game that night or something. Yeah, there you go. 
All right, the Monday night game. The Chargers head to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Colts are four-point underdogs at home. Over-under sit at 46.5. The Chargers looked great against Miami. Colts looked great against the Vikings up until the very end. I I personally lean the Chargers in this game. Zach, what, what do you think? Yeah, so I don't think I saw, but Nick Foles is a starter. No, yeah. Officially. Yeah. Um, this line seems awfully short for a team that just lost a 33-point lead at mm-hmm. halftime. Uh, I like the Colts here, actually, believe it or not. Oh. Uh, leading the plus four. I think maybe Foles pr- provides a somewhat spark at this team. I don't know. Uh, this game is, is not good either for a primetime game as well, but I will give me the Colts plus four. I don't know what to make the total. Probably under, but I'll take Colts plus four here. I'll probably actually bet it. I like the Colts quite a bit in this game. Um, this is going back to kind of that theory I talked about earlier. Who the hell is going to want to be on the Colts after that second half against the uh, Vikings? Uh, me, I want to be on the Colts for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, short line. I, I don't. Packers and Colts for whatever reason. I just I kind of like betting on. It's, I've been all over Indy when they're not good, and they just kind of cover weird spreads like this often. Um, think they can do it again. Um, LA has to travel to Indianapolis cross country, kind of same thing with, um, the Raiders. They've been just sitting out West for like four weeks in a row. Now they have to travel all the way, um, to Indy and then go back West. So kind of a weird spot for them. Um, yeah, I just think Indy, they probably cannot wait to get another game under their belt. It's kind of like me when I went 0-3 in the big three, I was like ready to film that night. After I went all the three, that's probably how Indy's feel. And they're like, we just want to play now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I like Indy quite a bit. I think last week, I don't have it written down, but I think I said they had the eighth best rushing defense and maybe third best pass defense. Um, so, I think they can kind of shut the Chargers down a little bit. The Chargers are just not clicking offensively either. Uh, for whatever reason, that offense can't put up a bunch of points like they should be able to. Um, and then Lastly, the Chargers are going to be so publicly bet this week. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Indy quite a bit. Also, I like the under. I think there's value there, um, again, because Indy had 33 first half points, gave up 39 second half points. Everyone saw 75 points in that game. Um, I think there's value on the under because Colts are not scoring 30 points again. Ethan, did you want to do the do a shot on this game? 100%. I like this game. Okay. okay. Do wow. you, you want to do a shot? You want to switch it up? You, I picked Zach, that side. You, you pick it? No, I don't want you to like be in this game. I don't this at all. <laughs> okay. Um, you got me fucked up. We, do hot we can team. do um. Let's do. I don't know. We had the lemon. What else did we have? Um, you bet. Put a pizza on it. You can yeah. put that. Um. I think what did he say? Your scraggly, the scraggly beard on your face on it that we'll get to later. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for that. It's getting real cold up in <laughs> here. Uh, you know what? Here, I'll intervene. I think it should be a pizza, get a nice holiday gift for one of you guys. I like that. Get right. a, nice a, a nice little present for you guys, and you guys can eat it on here and have a little fun and mock them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I actually, pizza. I actually, um, kind of, I actually think Ethan's gonna win this. I like this one. It is Indy plus five now. I'll I'll take the four if that's what you want to do. I'll split the difference with you. Um, what are you looking at? For no, that? Let's split the difference. That'll be fair. Four, four and, and a half. half. Okay. Okay. 
Nice. Another bet for, for you two. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I, I feel weird that you guys are on the same page and I'm on an island here. Because I, I feel pretty good about the Chargers. But hey, you're it the was the roles three, reversed. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're the one that's leading big three. I mean, you know more than us at this point. So just right. take whatever you want. Yeah. Hey, I kind of hope you're right because I need Eckler. Well, maybe. Um, I have Eckler on my fantasy team, and so I might need him on Monday night here. Gotcha. But. You know what? Let's bump it up. If you win, you buy me a pizza. No, 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 no. No, if I win, you buy me a pizza. If you win, I buy you and Zach a pizza. Oh, Welcome. I mean, to I'm, I'm in for free. I mean, I'm obviously saying I'm obviously in on that. I'm in for free. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah, well, maybe, some maybe confidence. I'll buy Ben like a little, like nice, like some breadsticks, a little side dish for him. <laughs> All right, cool. So if Ben wins, Zach buys you pizza, and if you win, you get both of us pizzas. Perfect. No, because you're you're no because you're us as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll try, get though. the pizza for Ben. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Well, talking about the big three, let's get into it. Um, well, squad squad ride first, probably. You want to do the squad ride? Okay, we can do squad ride. Yeah. Uh, I think the two we were talking about were Seahawks and Browns, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm in on the Browns. If you guys are, I like the Browns quite a bit. Minus, I mean, we could do ML probably like minus one forty, or we could do two and a half. I'm, I'm I favor either side. So, yeah, I um, I would rather not go against the Chiefs. I feel like they have a much better chance true. of ruining it than the what Saints do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's. I would say take the points too. The minus two and a half. I'm cool okay. with that. Sounds good to me. That that's easy. Wow. Easy this. I'm week. definitely more confident than last week. Last week I was. I, I was. Yeah. I like the Panthers, but this I like a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Last week was a weird slate. The games even weird, turned out too, weird. To be honest. Yeah. This, so yeah, this slate's weird too. We're mm-hmm. betting on a running team again, but the difference is we're actually betting on good running backs this week. Yeah. yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt instead of Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman. Yeah, and Blackshear over that third guy yeah. was. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Foreman, for the point nine points you got me on fantasy too. Really appreciate that. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I mean he's uh, they cannot run the ball, so uh, at least that game they couldn't. Okay. Now let's do the big three. Um yep. let's see. We all went two and once. So there's nobody really to start with. Zach, we let Ethan go first last week. How about you go first this week? Yeah, I'll go with Bills, Bears over 41, Seahawks plus 9.5, Rams plus 2.5. Okay. So it's honestly probably my, my grossest big three. Probably maybe my least confident big three just because it's the Rams and the Seahawks in it. But uh, Bills, Bears, I talked about the over. I just think both quarterbacks run around and have a field day against these defenses. Seahawks plus 9.5, way too many points for a Chiefs team that doesn't blow anybody out. I think mm. Seahawks hang around. And the Rams, I think they went outright, but I'll take the plus 2.5. So. Alrighty, I like those. Um, I agree on all of them, actually. For my big three, I'm going to go Green Bay plus the four. I'm going to go teaser once again. Hope I can get there. Rams plus eight and a half. Vegas plus eight and a half. And then my last one. I like that. I'm going to double down because I I don't feel con- – or I didn't have a third one, but I'm just going to double down on Indianapolis. Um for the big three, I'm going to give them up plus five. That is what they're sitting at right now, time of recording. Um, Green Bay, like I said, I think they can win this game outright. Rodgers looks like he's kind of back. That offense is looking pretty good. Tough spot for Miami. Um, Rams and Raiders, teaser. I just don't see Pittsburgh or Denver getting separation over either of those teams. 
Um, and then Indy, we just touched on. So, great. Let's go three and oh, I hope. I hope you don't because the Hopefully Dolphins win. in. True. So. Two and one. <laughs> there you go. I have Seahawks plus nine and a half also. Love the Seahawks this week. Um, Baltimore, Atlanta under and Broncos, Rams under. Broncos under has been hitting so much this year outside of that Chiefs game that we just had. And the two. The, the two lowest scoring offenses with a 36 and a half point line. It, it's weird. I'm going with the under there. Baltimore, Atlanta. Baltimore's offense can't do anything. Um, Ritter looked bad last week. So that under. Yep. What is that set at also? Browns or Ravens? 30, 37 and a half. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm going under there too. I, I nice. like our big three this week. I hate Ethan's first one. Hey, I, I can that. cover. You get the outright. Yeah. I would like it to not be my winter sweat on my Christmas morning. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take a shower after. If we go eight uh, and one, though, we're feeling really good. Oh yeah, I mean, last week was a great week for us. I mean, that's yeah, I felt good. Yeah, two and one each. I could. I mean, I should have went three and zero if the Commanders would have done their job. Whatever. <laughs> you also um, should have gone zero and three, depending on no, how you look at that. I was never worried about the Raiders. The no, never worried. Doesn't matter how big how big the, the deficit is. Never worried. I should have live bet them all. Should have live bet them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some guy live bet all the wrong way. Oh, I oh, sent you guys that. that. This guy went through like ninety grand on the Cowboys when they were up and to win ten k. Yeah. That makes grand. no sense. Don't Dude. bet. Like, make sure there's value in what you guys are betting. Oh please. my gosh. Um, let's go to the prop parlay. Um, Zach, can you remind me why did that not hit last week? Yeah, I think Ethan, I believe, blew oh, it. Oh, it was Ethan's. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. What did Ethan, Ethan look at what, her. Was your, <laughs> what was it last week? What was your prop? Matt Ryan over 33 and a half. Okay. Past I'll give him a little bit of yeah. a break. If it wasn't a 33 and a half time, that definitely hits. Yeah. Yeah. He landed on 33. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Which, was a very good prop parlay that we had, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like we've said in the show, we we do this Wednesday before a lot of the props come out, so there's a good chance that was 32 and a half somewhere. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope you got it, but yeah. All right, I guess I'll go first with mine. Uh, Josh Jacobs over rushing yards. I think it's 87 and a half right now. Bet it whatever it's at on Sunday. I like it. I think they really can try to control the clock in this game, so give me Josh Jacobs over. I like that a lot. I'm going to stick with the running back. I'm going Derrick Henry anytime touchdown. It's probably going to be juicy as hell. Um, but last four games against Houston, he averages 30 carries, 223 rushing yards, 7.6 yards per carry, and 2.25 touchdowns per game. If it ain't broke, <laughs> I'm, facing don't fantasy, dude. I'm facing him in fantasy. So I'm going to get murdered by him. Yeah. His, his lowest total. Slaughter me. His totals in those games, 211, 212, 250, 219. Um, oh I think his over under set at one Oh five and a half. It seems so easy. Like he probably gets there, but you have to think Texans are probably going to game plan hard for him. Um, so I do like the, the touchdown more than I like the yardage. The Texans game planning for anything. I don't care. Honestly, he's going <laughs> to slaughter. So. Him scoring is honestly probably gonna be like minus one eighty, minus two hundred. So yeah, yeah, but I mean, you, hey, it's a parlay. That, it's a parlay. Yeah. yeah. You're not, I don't, don't straight, if anything, straight bet two plus touchdowns. Right. Want to do anything? We're making it a running back parlay then, because I'm going with another first half total. We're doing McCaffrey over 35 and a half first half rushing yards against Washington. I feel good about that. These I feel good about all of these. 
Yeah, I mean, Ethan's. If he doesn't win this week, he's banned because that's gonna be by far the biggest <laughs> juice of them all. If you don't, I pick. Yeah, I pick. I picked a bet that I cannot get blamed for if this loses. I mean, anyone yeah. in the right mind is looking at Henry to score a touchdown this week. <laughs> that's true. If Henry doesn't score, then the Titans aren't scoring this week. Then I might yeah. be the prop curse. I don't bet player props. The only, actually, the only player prop I bet this entire year was Henry to score a touchdown when he fumbled that thirty-five <laughs> yard screen that Traylon Burks scored. So maybe I am the curse. I don't know. You are so, yeah, you're so cursed this year, man. Maybe. <laughs> um, so before we get into our draft with Zach, we wanted to say a little holiday thing for you guys. Um, check on all your friends. The holiday seasons can be tough for some people. So maybe someone's lost someone or is missing someone or drafted Jonathan Taylor first overall in their fantasy football league. <laughs> check on everybody out there. But we we did want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas to everybody that's out there. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, y'all. Thanks for watching, for real. Yep. Yeah. 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 Thanks for listening, subscribing, liking, watching, um, anything. So... Merry Christmas. Yeah, thanks is, a lot. Yeah, th- this is a lot of fun. So thanks, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you all and, uh, watching the show and participating in everything that we put out there. So, Zach, let's go to you. What are we going over this week? Yeah, we're going to keep it in the Christmas theme. Um, it's going to be just whatever the worst gifts to just receive. You could do it as any like worst gifts to give unexpectedly or receive, kind of whatever you want. Um, you know, just worst gifts in general, basically, for to, to give somebody uh, or receive whatever you want to do. So I believe it is Ethan, me, Ben is the order. Yep. And just three each this week? Yeah, three yep. each. Okay. But without further ado, I will start here. First pick. Love my first pick. Um, lottery tickets. Okay. <laughs> lottery tickets is the answer um, because you either give somebody nothing or you give somebody something that you bought fifty thousand dollars, and then you're just like, "Well, shit, I should have held sucks. on to that one for myself." <laughs> so it's literally it's a lose lose situation. Majority of the time, you're literally like, "Hey, buddy, have this nothing." Yeah, um, and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's even that's a good one. It's even worse if you give them fifty k. So lottery tickets has to be the first pick. That's I would hope one. if they won, they'd give you something though. If you won fifty grand, I think they'd give you. I mean, unless the guy's guy or girl is just a dick i don't know you'd hope uh okay i like that's a good first pick i'm gonna do my pick is just gonna be i guess a gym membership anything to do with exercise is mine gym mm-hmm. membership if you're giving that to someone it's kind of like a fuck you like yeah you need to start going to the gym buddy uh like anything like anything like that there's anything to do with exercise i just would caution against that because it's like oh like like someone opens that gift like oh damn it's like that they're like they're like they're, they're gonna remember that forever right so. That's my pick. That's a good one. I, I'm really happy I get my one and two. The, your guys's were awesome, but the number one for me is hand me downs. A hand me down gift. It's like I got a new um, coffee maker last week, so I'm gonna repackage it and give you my old one. Yeah, yep. that's or a great pick. Close yep. anything that was on like my that. list. It was great. perfect. That was on mine as well. It's a great pick. The second one, I don't know if you guys thought about it. But it's bootleg merchandise. So <laughs> you open it up and you're like, oh my God, I got a new jersey. And it's the Miami Dell phones. I can't wear this out anymore. So <laughs> um, basically, like if you buy someone Supreme, but it's $25 off a of China website. Yeah. It's like, 
Okay. Yeah, that's very. And it says supreme. Yes. Right. <laughs> the yeah, cool. the bad ones. Yes. Instead of mm-hmm. Alex Anzalone, it says anal zone. <laughs> I cannot take credit for that. Some guy actually made a shirt that says anal zone on the back and board for the Lions game. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, so I'm up now. I'm going to go with pets is my second That's pick. That's a great one. That was going to be mine. I just think it's kind of dangerous for the animal because you, like, if you give them to somebody, it's like, oh, fuck, do they actually want the thing? And then... Yeah. Who knows if they actually like the animal? Like, if they return that animal to the, whatever they, you found it, that's like a fuck you, you know? Yeah. And if you, I mean, no one had, like, that's just, don't do that. Just, just don't give them a dog or a cat. It's just, like, unless you know they want a cat or like a specific cat or dog that you went to a store with and they pointed out specifically, you do not give a pet. Yep. That's all I have to say. Cause I've yeah. actually seen people get pets and then they return it cause they don't like it or they didn't want one. Right. You know, it's just bad. Yep. No, that's great. That was going to be my next pick. So. Uh, good that's great um okay i'm gonna go um i mean it's somewhat similar to my last one but i'm gonna say gift card um it's just Mm. such a cop out it's just you're driving to christmas you're like shit forgot to get chris something like oh quick run into the store quick we'll just give him a 50 dollar gift card visa and give it (laughs) so um, it's a white flag too it's like i you know what i couldn't think of anything i give up yeah exactly and like everyone does it like yeah sometimes i mean People enjoy them, but it's mm-hmm. just kind of a, you didn't think about it. You just, ah, I got to buy someone something. Here's a gift card. Yep. Um, so that'll be my second pick. And then my third, um, it's kind of, it's kind of just like DVDs and like video games at this point, since most of the times you can just stream them and download them on the console now, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go even more in depth. I'll say outdated movies and DVDs or movies and games. So like if you got mad in 17, or something um yeah. or like yeah. shit gift. You, you ask for like the new avatar movie and you get the first one or yeah. you know something like that just like oh great thanks already have it seen it a thousand times they get you a game on the wrong console they get you like the yeah ps4 yeah. you have an xbox you're playing madden with like i don't know calvin johnson still mm. yeah cleo lemon for the dolphins yeah there you go <laughs> So my last pick is going to be socks. Just in general, just like socks. Um, not that socks are bad. Socks are cool. But I feel like when you give someone socks, it's just like a, uh, one, I didn't know it's get you. So I went to Walmart and got you a pair of like these fuzzy socks that are like really cool. Or it's, uh, I, you, you, there's nothing for, to get for you because you'd like and nothing at all. So I'm going to get you socks. Yep. So that's mine. That's a great one. I like it. That's a great one. Um, I, I have two. I'll do one as an honorable mention. But I'm going to say, and this is actually what we got this year for Christmas for ourselves, me and my wife, is we got a vacuum. But if you're getting oh, I, any, that was on my list. any cleaning stuff and you give it to your yes. girlfriend or wife, like, be careful. If that's all you're yeah. getting, any self-serving thing like that. No, it's the same thing as like a gym membership. You're doing that to someone, they're like, oh, I have to start cleaning. That's yeah. right. Like, right. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. I actually do have a vacuum on my list this year, though. They're good. They're good. But if yeah, you're if giving you them, that's it. dangerous. No, if yeah. you ask for it, it's cool. I, as I said, these are all just like unasked for gifts. Like, yep. they, yeah. You're like, they, you're like, they have no idea what they're getting. And then you just give them this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The one I was thinking about is a donation to a cause that you don't support. Yep. So mm. 
a big like some foundations just to shout out real quick that that i really like myself personally is a little bit foundation and that's they're helping kids in the st louis area with school supplies all that type of stuff so that is the foundation near and dear to my heart but especially right now between now and christmas every subscriber and like that we get on our face uh, excuse me not facebook on our youtube page is we're donating a dollar to st jude uh, they actually gave us a little shout out on facebook which was pretty nice to see um so this holiday season, it's a great thing to do. Um, consider asking people that you're getting presents for uh, what foundations that they like. And it's, it's kind of a nice little thing. That's yeah. good. So yeah. that, that was a nice segue there, Ben. That was great out of you. It was. <laughs> was nice Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. That was, a, that, that was a great draft. We did not have one bad pick there. So. Yeah. No. No, that one was, that was fun. a fun one, too. A little holiday theme. Yeah. yeah. Little, good pick little, there, Zach. A little Christmassy. Yep. Thank you. So yeah, don't be that guy this year, everybody. Don't, don't be giving no. out telling you, especially socks the gym and vacuums and lottery you. tickets. Don't do that. We just helped you guys. Yep. <laughs> There's you're running out of time. Listen to this podcast and go to the store now. Yes. You still have time to return it. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. If you're waiting this long to get someone a gift, I mean it's TikTok, guys. So. Right. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's it's Christmas time, which means it's fantasy football playoff time. Um people out there they're gonna have questions who do i start who do i sit let's start with quarterbacks and i hate picking this man but i guess the good thing is that he plays on christmas he's divorced he doesn't have to worry about the kids anymore it's tom brady go out there destroy the cardinals yeah my my star was gonna be geno smith I talked about how I like. Obviously, it's this is just weather depending for all these players. To be honest, this week, uh, just I mean, the Chiefs are going to score, so Gino has to throw the ball. Simple yep. as that. Love it. Yeah, and mine's going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers. I guess maybe Great Ben and I think Father Time's going to make an appearance on Christmas and turn back the <laughs> clock here. But yeah, um, yeah, going against Miami, who allows the second most points to opposing quarterbacks. I just think it's high scoring, back and forth. I think Rodgers looked pretty good monday i think it continues yeah absolutely but not everybody can get a present underneath their tree some people get coal in their stockings and you don't want to be the person holding the bag of the fantasy championship that fumbles it so there has to be some sits and the sit for me is Derek carr you guys i think like the patriots no 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 they played the patriots last week who do they play uh, this week the steelers. the steelers steelers you guys like the steelers i I think the Raiders win, but I think it's going to be a super, super run-heavy game. Yep, I totally agree. Um, I have sit Trevor Lawrence is mine. Uh, face a tough Jets defense or top 10 against quarterbacks. There's also a Thursday night football narrative. They're just not for any points on Thursday night football, so it kind of scares me to play someone on Thursday night. Um, the person I'm playing in fantasy had Jalen Hurts, and they picked up Trevor Lawrence, so I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I'm going to go with – this is my – I'm in the fantasy football championship in my league, and uh, this is my quarterback. It's Dak Prescott. I'm benching him this week. I'm playing Philly, 30th um, team for points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. Um, or I guess quarterback score the 30th most points against Philly. Um, Dak has seven picks his last four games. Philly ha- allows the least amount of passing yards in the league, and they intercept the most passes in the league. So just a really terrible spot for Dak. Um, yeah, wouldn't play him if you have anybody else. Who are you starting instead? I was about to ask. Kirk O'Chains, baby. Yeah. yeah so am I. So am I. 
let's with go. Justin Jefferson. So same here. Thought he's there, and that could lock yeah. it up for us. It's great. Yeah. Running backs. We are starting. J.K. Dobbins this week. I hope you guys are starting the last two weeks. Last two games, he's scored over 10 points, double-digit points, and it's not going to stop this week. Yeah, I have kind of a a sleeper one. Raheem Mostert, especially if Joe Wilson does not play. They ran the ball a lot last week, weather obviously, but Green Bay cannot stop the run, and I think the Dolphins do the same thing that they did last week and feed Mostert a lot. So, I like both those guys. I actually have three leagues, and I'm starting both Dobbins and Mostert, and one nice. of those three. Um, and then this guy I'm starting as well, Jarek McKinnon for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Great. gotten 10-plus touches each of the last three games. I think he caught eight catches for of eight targets last week, so caught every ball thrown his way. Um, he's scoring touchdowns left and right, passing, and I believe rushing as well. He might have had yep. one. Um, to end the game last yeah, week. I think, yeah, I think last week he had, like I said, the eight catches, and then I think he had 13 or 15 rush attempts. So, I mean, he's getting plenty of volume. So, yeah, I like McKinnon. Uh, he's playing Seattle as well. Second most points given up to opposing running back. So, absolutely love McKinnon this week. Great pick. Great pick. Brian Robinson going against the 49ers. Front four is going to get demolished. He's not a speed guy. He is a power back. And if you can't get away from this defensive line, you're not getting many points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Brian Robinson was my start on last week, and he did good, and I agree with you sit him this week as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with James Conner. Uh, they faced in Tampa, six best against running backs. They kept Mixon heavily in check. And with McStroy at quarterback, they're going to put eight-man boxes in front of him, make sure they don't run the ball. So don't start James Conner, please. Love that too. Mine's going to be Joe Mixon for the Bengals. Um, pretty well documented. The Bengals just can't run really at all mm-hmm. this year. Now they're playing New England, who um, – they give up the 31st most points against opposing running backs. So, um, yeah, I don't think Mixon has much success on the ground at all. And P. Ryan's kind of worked his way into that offense as well, taking receiving um, touches away from him. Yeah. So I actually have Mixon, and I am I have David Montgomery also, but they're bringing Khalil Herbert up. So I, I think I have two sitems on my team because Montgomery with Herbert was not good, so I have to decide what to do there. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. To Mm-hmm. I would trust Montgomery more in a weather-dependent game than I would Herbert, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the same thing. The wide receiver start of the week, which all of us thought, all of us had this receiver just snap into our heads right away. You saw Jerry Judy get three touchdowns. You saw Mike Williams just absolutely destroy them. The Chiefs cannot guard big receivers, and that's what, exactly what DK Metcalf is, and that's exactly what he's going to do. Yeah, so notice, guys, when we do this, we make sure that we don't have the same ones just because we like, you know, we like to name different guys. We all name DK Metcalf. Yeah. We all DK Metcalf as our number one. So definitely must start this week for him. And I'm playing against him in fantasy and Derrick Henry. So I'm not looking forward to this. Same. <laughs> um, uh, my start was going to be Garrett Wilson. I was on his prop last week. If this guy catches the ball, it is very far. He catches it. I, I, he'll get his yards and the Jaguars defense is a little suspect. So give me Garrett Wilson. Yeah, and I'm going to be on DJ Moore for the Panthers. Um, playing Detroit gives up the second most points to opposing receivers. Um, and I just think if Sam Darnold's throwing the ball, I think DJ Moore's kind of the guy that he's going to go to. And uh, DJ Moore's kind of torn up the Lions a few games in the past. So mm-hmm. I think he could uh, get some targets, get some volume, and probably get in the end zone as well. Mm-hmm. 
the receivers you do not want to play this week. If you guys saw how the Lions receivers fared against the Jets, unless your name was Amon Ross St. Brown, you didn't really do too well at all. So we are sitting Zay Jones. He's had a great last two games. He is going to get bottled up this game. And Zach, I know you're right there with me. Yep, Christian Kirk is mine. Yep. Uh, another Jags receiver, Sauce Gardner. Whoever he's on, I have. I'm not sure what's going to be. He's going to get locked up. Yep. And they're not. Gonna, I mean, if they're smart, they're not going to throw the ball to him. So I think the Jags have a tough time scoring. So Kirk and I agree with. I have Zay Jones also, and I'm not starting him. So. Yep. This one kind of hurts for me because I have him in two leagues, and I don't have anyone else to put in over him. So I will be starting him. But it's Jalen Waddle. Um, he's just. So boomer bust. He had three targets last week, caught all three of them for over 100 yards and touchdown, but he had that 67-yard touchdown or whatever. Um, Tua just loves throwing to Tyree. Can't really blame him, but, um, yeah, Jalen's just not getting the volume that I would like for a playoff game or championship game. Um, so if you have someone else that's getting eight to ten targets, I would definitely start them over Waddle. Boomer bust for sure for Waddle. Definitely. And tight ends. We are starting Evan Ingram this week. He's had a great last two weeks. And it's not because he's had a great last two weeks. It's because of the concern for the wide receivers. They've got to throw the ball somewhere. They can attack over the middle. They don't want to go on the outside. So we're going with Evan Ingram this week. God damn. I'm facing Evan Ingram, Derek Henry, and DK Metcalf. <laughs> oh, so. no. Rest in <laughs> peace. I'm against Ingram. Uh, my stardom is Gerald Everett. Tight ends are tough. He gets targets. That's all I can really say about him. He gets targets, so that's all I can ask out of tight end. Yep, I like that. I like your read on uh, um, Ingram. That, that, well, that Ingram surgical out of you, Ben. I like yeah, that. It I hate it, actually. Thank I hate it because I'm playing against him. I do, too. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Darren Waller. Um, typically, this is kind of a cop-out, but he, this is his second game back off of injury. He only got targeted three times last game, but he did find the end zone. So um, I think his targets go up this week. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he finds the end zone again. And really, if you get a tight end that finds the end zone or gets like five catches, you're ahead of the market. So that's all you really need. Can I ask you guys? I've got Evan Ingram and I got Mark Andrews. And Andrews has been so bad. Do I do it? Do I have to sit Andrews? I feel like I kind of do. I'd play Andrews. That's a safety blanket. I'd play Andrews. If he doesn't, do Ingram. Probably. Oh, but dude, you might not even know because Ingram plays tomorrow. I know. It's rough. I'll do Andrews. I think the line in Vegas is telling us um, Lamar plays, and I think with his knee banged up, he won't be as mobile. He'll probably draw up some Andrews plays. Okay. Okay. I might do that then. Okay. Tight end sits. My tight end sit this week was my start last week. That's Dalton Schultz. Uh, He didn't look great last week. That was a miss for me. And now he gets to go up against the first-ranked defense against the pass. Sit. I, I'm not I'm not starting Schultz in any of my lineups this week. Like it. Yeah, my sitem is uh Cole Komet, Bill's fifth best against tight ends. I see the Bears struggling to throw the ball in this weather, so mm-hmm. Cole Komet's it. Love both of those quite a bit. Mine's gonna be kind of a boomer bust angle against Dawson Knox. Um I think he's found the end zone each of the last two weeks, but um they just don't use him in the offense like they did last year. So if he doesn't find the end zone, he only gets two, three, four targets a game. So don't love his production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, every Wednesday we post on Twitter and Facebook asking you guys to ask us a question to feature on the show. If you guys want to get your name on the show, put it to us. Um, our first one 
is from C. Finkhaus, and he sent us three this week. So thank you, C. Finkhaus, for the questions. His first one was, Zach, he wants us to demote Ethan or switch his big three picks for the better of the people. Yeah, I honestly couldn't agree more with him. Unfortunately, we can't do that because he's part of the show. So trust me, if there was a replacement, we'd have been off the show by now. <laughs> Is this a question or a statement from the uh, C. Finkhouse? Really, it was almost more of a statement. <laughs> Ethan, what do you think about that? Um. Yeah, I mean, he can start giving out his picks too. We'll see. Hmm. <laughs> Well, that's not the only thing he, he thinks. He has one directed exactly at you, Ethan. He says, when will you shave the scraggly beard on your face? Hey, like I said, it's getting cold up here, man. It's like 15 <laughs> degrees right now. It's only getting colder. Um, yeah, I mean, probably not soon, I guess. If he wants to come on, give out a big three. If he goes undefeated, maybe I'll shave it for him. But uh, mm. I will say, I, I did see that tweet. I think it... Uh, it wrapped up there with hashtag fade Ethan. Um, and if you, if you did that in the NFL this year, you would be 38, 53 and two, uh, which is 41. So, yeah. uh, if you do want to fade, have fun with that. Mm. He's put his fucking nuts on the table. Right he there. did. He's flexing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Besides for the podcast for you. Yeah. We're running yeah. prop parlays last in big three. Yeah. Hey, fifty nine percent. I'll I'll take that all got, day long. We have one more question. This is for everybody on the podcast, and this is from who is this from? This was on Facebook, Ethan. Do you remember? Yep, Aaron Bainbridge. Aaron, that's right. Aaron Bainbridge. He wants to know will the Lions make the playoffs? I'll be quick. Yes, Zach. Yes, I do believe they make the playoffs as well. I think the Giants keep are the Commanders or Giants are probably want to keep losing, and Seahawks are too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. I'm nervous to say yes, but yes, I do think they do make the playoffs. Hell yeah. <laughs> that That'd be awesome. The Lion vibes are back, baby. We're All back. I'm saying is that the Lions play the Vikings. We uh, from on the playoffs, the Lions are winning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Vikings do not want to see they don't Green want to Bay see or Detroit at <laughs> nope. all. Nope. Did you see, they don't see Jared Goff. the Lions point differential is better than the Vikings now? I'm not surprised. Oh, Lions are better team, them. In my opinion. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Love it. Okay, guys. Parting thoughts. Uh, um, I think I think the prop party is actually going to hit because Ethan picked a minus whatever. So I think the prop party is going <laughs> to hit. So good, good for us. Yeah. Um, I feel good. We're not really fading ourselves or fading each other in the big three this week. So we do have a chance to go 9-0 and there. Um, would be awesome. Nice little Christmas gift. Other than that, yeah, thanks again for watching. Hope you guys do well in fantasy, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, guys. Hopefully you don't just listen to the podcast. Hopefully you go out there, play some bets, and win some money, because this is for you. This is to help you guys cash out and live the life you want. To continue to cash out, make sure you listen in every week and follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Better Green. That's Better, B-E-T-T-O-R Green. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music. Now, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, at Better and Green. Mm-hmm. And make sure you guys follow subscribe to us on youtube to watch highlights from the show we have extra shows that we post on the youtube channel and right now every subscription and like that we get 
a dollar is being donated to St. Jude now through Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you all. Ethan? Do you guys want to take that through the new year? Let's sure, do it. Run that promo right through the new year? Let's do it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Now through New Year's, $1 for everybody who likes and subscribes. So share this. Let your friends and family know. Get everybody on board so everybody can listen in and cash out. Yep. Like We're it. making money in 2023, aren't we, boys? We no, are. For sure. I mean, there's no NFL in the beginning, so it's tough, but I'll, I'll carry us through to what <laughs> NBA and everything else I got us. Don't worry. There you go. All right, I'll guys. get hockey and college basketball going. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, cool. You guys subscribe so you cash out all year with us. Perfect. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.